Welcome to Forever Exiled. I'm Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Yes, you are. <laughs> Episode 197 of Forever Exiled. Here we <gasps> are. No what? way. Yeah, we did it. What's wrong? In, well, because we've emphasized a few times to ourselves, because you're trying to figure out when episode 200 was with ExileCon, 199 is at ExileCon. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not going to ExileCon, but that, it's right in the middle smack dab of ExileCon. Yep. It's on the day. So we're two weeks away. Yep. Just we're two recordings away from the biggest event of our lives. <laughs> yes, yeah, something like Kids, that. Kids, marriage, get out of here. Mm -hmm. uh, big shout out to our patrons, people support... So, uh, People who support the podcast, we love your faces. Thank you, Sebastian, for joining our Patreon this week. Your card's coming. And uh, everybody else who supports the podcast, we love your faces. We really appreciate it. Patreon gets you access to After Dark. It's our podcast after the podcast, where we talk and <laughs> commune we, and... Mm -hmm. There's fellowshipping. Many fellowshippings. And digital hugs. Uh, high fives maybe high fives sure yeah um and butt taps oh for sure butt taps yeah mm -hmm. good game good game mm -hmm. but no hugs are too personal yeah it's a little too close what's that where's that from where's that where's that um oh yeah pretty woman <laughs> remember julia roberts roberts Rob. no no kissing's too personal <laughs> uh how was your week buddy dude i had a good week good? A good, it was busy week we're going camping oh, on right. it's coming sunday up. until thursday and until Wednesday, so we're going for three nights, four days, whatever. And here it's where like tent we live, like yes. in a tent, okay. Yeah, here where we live, uh, for people around the world, we um, camping is very, very popular. But forest fires are a massive thing, and we have so many different, um, so, so, so much wildlife here. So we have specific places where we're allowed to camp, and you have to reserve it through the province and stuff like that, and um. I'm not a big fan to me if I'm camping. So what basically like there's these appropriate campsites that you go to and it's like, you know, there's a hundred campsites in this one campsite or something. And you basically you drive your car up to the campsite and then you pitch your tent and you're camping next to your car. And that's not my kind of camping. My kind but of camping is a hotel. So <laughs> well, you see, we've changed. You and I, we, we used, used to, to go yeah. way. Is it? It's far enough away. We could say it, right? We used to we used to go camping all the time. Yeah, yeah, but so yeah, but we would like park our car on the side Tikes. of the road or like in a na natural cul-de-sac, I guess you could say, <laughs> you know, a little off the bush. And then we would just hike for three hours and we'd find a spot and then we'd camp. And that's the way. But I mean, I don't have the health for that anymore. I'm not going to drag oh, you'd an eight-year-old on a, <laughs> right? I'm not going to drag an eight and ten-year-old on a three-hour hike carrying equipment for the week. It's so, definitely anyway, a no kid. Point is younger yeah we were and younger even if it was just us i wouldn't be able to do it mm, anymore i wouldn't want to so the way that i actually think camping is i'm not capable of doing so anyway we drive to the campsite and yeah we're going for three nights and this is a uh it's now a family tradition almost tradition needs to be what at least three times in a row for it to be the beginning of a tradition we started last year going camping with the kids right once covid settled down and all this in our area and Aaron and I, I mean, you and I and our friends, we've always loved camping. And then when Aaron and I got together, we started camping right away. And then, you know, marriage kicks in and all of a sudden all the stuff you used to do, you stop doing. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, my goodness, we've been married for six years. And we used to love camping and now we're not camping anymore. So then, you know, we started camping again with the kids. And so cool. it's good. We're excited to go. And we're going to be going with Aaron's parents this time. Nice. Yeah, it'll be good. That'll be fun. 
Yeah, so we're leaving Saturday, coming back uh, Wednesday, and then uh, I'll be ready to go for the last podcast we have. Maybe ever? No, <laughs> wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> we stopped doing it. And the, we're out. The one right before ExileCon 2. It'll be our last podcast. I'll be back just in time for our last podcast before uh, the big reveals for Path of Exile 2. I thought we had, I thought that was a, a podcast we had to record early. Well, that's 199. See, we record on Friday. No, no, no. I, sorry. I thought there was one where you were going to be away. So we were changing it, but maybe it was you're just coming back right before it. For some reason, I thought <gasps> next weekend. No, we you're right. You're right. Uh, because next Friday I'm going to the Blue Jays game in Seattle. Right. So so next week we're recording back? on. Aren't you back? Saturday? Uh, I don't know if I can next. Uh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. For some reason I thought we were recording early, like on the Thursday. But if you're still gone, it doesn't work so well. We'll figure it out. Well, let, let me let me let me quickly double check because that's going to eat at me while we're actually trying to talk about this. Pause. I know you're not a cat guy, but cats are the best. Obviously, mm. they're a pain in the butt just as much as they're the best. But I love that my cat, like my cat's 13, 14, know, knows how doors work, right? It's been dealing with doors its whole life, all the time. And it's begging to go out at the wrong side of the door. So I open it up and it's getting like crunched in the corner. <laughs> and then it has to like, then it looks at the door like, well, do I actually want to go all the way around the door to get out now? Well, the so cat's definitely thinking move to the door for <laughs> yeah, sure. that's right exactly <laughs> and then and then you and then as it's going around it goes out the door so slow <laughs> and you're like gonna bang it with the door to get it to hurry up and then you do bang it so then it's like it stops a little early and makes Just sure like that its tail is still in the way of the door oh no it doesn't look that's the it's extra sass it doesn't look anyway i love cats uh, all right well we'll and figure it out come back wednesday okay so thursday we'll have to record yeah. So sweet. Well, that's good. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Just mm -hmm. can't wait. Let's that's fun. That's exciting. Anyway, I uh, had a good week. Yeah. So we're getting ready to go. Um, we went camping last time. And so this time it was just like top up stuff. You know, we know what we're doing. This is time number two. We're pros. pros. We are professional. So anyway, we're doing that. And it was just a fun, nice week watching the kids hang out, play dates, swimming pool. Nice. Mm -hmm. They could probably swim across the ocean. Now they're doing great with their swimming. So mm -hmm. one weekend we got it. We got <laughs> you, bitch. Yeah. Huh, uh, how about you? How was your week? Uh, it was a uh, it was a good week. I had uh, it was busy with work, and then we had uh, my oldest over. Uh, him and his partner moved to the island, so they're gone now. They're no oh, longer that was this living week, man. on this piece of land that we're on. They're on. Uh, cross, we live on a big piece of land across the ocean. Huge tracts of land. Yeah, uh -huh. but that's a long yep. ferry ride. That's what two hours to uh, get to hour Victoria. Yeah. So yeah, so they're they're over there now. So anyway, we had them over and had family over just to see them before they left. And uh, also my so we were talking, we were outside sitting on the deck, and my mom was talking with Ethan. I don't remember how it came up, but something about the podcast. And my mom asked this podcast. Yeah, our podcast. My mom listens to it, but she only listens to. The beginning because she doesn't yeah, care she about doesn't care about yeah, she's it's probably the zombie talk if i mixed up my builds she'd probably be interested <laughs> she'd totally be interested but yeah yeah they're 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 the very opposite of some of the people who leave lovely comments but um so, <laughs> so, so uh anyway so she asked ethan and i ethan kind of ethan's like yeah i listen he said but i only listened to the beginning and i laughed and i was like and he even plays path of Exile. 
He's like, well, I haven't actually played Path of Exile since Sentinel. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. And then, wow, that has been a long and time. And then, get this married. little tit says that he listens so that he can get caught up on what's going on so that he doesn't have to call me. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to throw you over the deck, you turd. <laughs> he said that on the deck, so he said that on the ferry? No, he said that on the deck of my house when we were talking, oh. that he listens so that he doesn't have to talk to his dad. That's uh, funny. So, But what about his mom? My mom? No, like, what, what about Christina? Does he... Oh, Christine. Does that count as catching up or does he call her and just not bother calling? Well, you? they do actually talk more than I talk, but I uh I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed at all. <laughs> so what didn't after he said it, was it one of those like where he's looking at you to see if you got the joke? Oh, yeah, or was it smiled. one of those where he looked at Oh, so it wasn't one of those where it's like he realized what he said and then he looked at you with his eyes all big? No, and he, def he definitely smiled. Like he kind of had an idea that he was cracking a joke, but then uh, also he <laughs> I love that to me. He had an idea, the, yeah. the possibility that he was cracking. Yeah, not joke. sure how it'll go. Uh, but anyway, so that was fun. We had him over, and then the rest of the week was busy. I played uh, F1 with you guys this week, which was fun with uh, assist turned off. So I did that. That was a new, mm -hmm. new move for me. Also, I couldn't tell listening when I was watching your replays. If my clicking is super loud, I'm going to stop it because I don't like the idea that my shifting is so loud for everybody else i couldn't tell if it was no me or no you. it's my clicking i couldn't so tell. when I trying to watch xbox has a really good party chat and yeah because we don't hear party chat is, no and it's it's fantastic i don't hear anybody else's either and so uh no it's really good it used to be that it would pick up everything mm -hmm. now aaron could be talking right beside me to me which of course everybody loves when you have two headsets she doesn't actually but we could and they used to be able to hear now not they have a really good uh, background counseling mm. uh, but that doesn't show up in the broadcast mm -hmm. the broadcast doesn't take the same quality of the party chat as you can tell because a lot of the times the party chat's really crackly right so uh, that's me that's what people that are watching on twitch can hear oh interesting so the party chat's mm -hmm. different okay yeah Okay, I was trying to watch the, your shifting and line up the noises to figure out if it was me it doesn't it's not, not. it doesn't line up properly mm. You'll see it. Oh, that's why. Because I was first, hearing one of them. It, it's off, and it's, then it was doing right. it, and I was like, "Good lord, how does he play?" If that is him, indeed, like with that's that right, weird delay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no wonder he sucks. But uh, wow, I'm just kidding. Uh, so anyway, that was <laughs> the, that was a lot of fun. And yes, I am. You actually have been doing really well. I'm getting slightly better. Yep. Uh, so that that was fun playing F1 without assists this week, and then I have a. Uh, you did really well, by the way. Very well. Yeah, it went it went pretty good. I, I thought it went all right. It was getting used to it. some of the five lappers were the toughest because we don't practice five lappers. We just go straight into it. And that's really hard when you're not used to corners and what you know, how I how I'm because I've not done manual on most of the tracks before. So that the five lappers were really tough. It took me like three laps to get into the feel of actual shifting. But um, and then so I had I had an interesting day yesterday and i uh i'm not i'm not going to go too much into detail not on podcast i can talk to you privately but i he never does this is a this is all i get i struggle so kids are difficult and i've noticed that teenagers i've had so my oldest is almost 22 so we've gone through the teenage years with him i'm mm -hmm. in i'm in the next set of teenage years with the next one and i there is a 
there's a big struggle for me with the internet because I think the internet is sort of a two-edged sword or whatever you want to call it, where it's really great. You can learn things. It's a great spot to, you know, do things that are great, but there's such a huge portion of the internet that's just trash. And finding a balance with your kids is very difficult. It's so different than when like we grew up. It's even different from when my 21 year old was, you know, 13, 14, like it's, it's changed yes. quite a bit. And yeah, so we had, a, we had an interesting, an interesting day yesterday and, 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 you know, dealing with kids and online and I'm, I'm pretty protective. I am quite protective. I'm not embarrassed to say that I'm very protective of my kids with regards to what they can access. And, but trying to find this balance of like how you let your kids grow up and have access, but also like restricted access so that right they don't get to the age where they're 19 and they're you know doing their own thing and all of a sudden it's like holy crap look at all this stuff that i had no idea existed and now it's you know i, I don't think that's a great solution but also the yeah. ability for a 13 14 year old to do what they can do on the internet without any you know if, if a parent's not restrictions looking into it it's really scary so it yeah, is. We had a and fun time. It's different because we're still of that generation where when we grew up, there was no internet. Though, well, no, that's exactly it. The internet didn't show up until 13, what was it, our 14, last probably, year? Maybe 15. It yeah, was. Yeah, it definitely wasn't a part of high school. It wasn't required for mm -hmm. research. Like you still mm -hmm. had to do all your annotations from the library. That's right. Mm -hmm. And so it was, it was there, but I mean, only. <laughs> not like in a hoity-toity way, but only the rich families had it or the families that didn't care how expensive it was. They just, technology! Mm -hmm. Like it was very, very hard to come by. But at the but my point is when it came to parenting, your parents kind of controlled the exposure to your world through much easier means because it was just, yes, you can go out with that person or no, you can't. Yeah. And even or, the internet yeah, you can go was into, like, uh, like we had the internet at 14, 15, but it's not like there was what you could do now. Like there nope. wasn't access to what you have now. And so that's where the struggle is. It's like, you know, I remember being a kid when my parents got, when we eventually got the internet, which I probably was around 15, 14 or 15 when we did, it was the dial up, you wait forever for it to go, whatever. And I remember my parents putting on net nanny on the computer and, you know, sure. I'm, I've always been technology focused. I've loved that stuff. So getting around that was always fun for me and finding ways to whatever. And the, the issue I have is that my my 13 year old is very smart when it comes to technology and IT and stuff like that. Like he's got a great brain for it. He's really, really good at it. And so it's a lot of work for me to make sure that my kid is because because I want to give him the ability to like learn new things and do stuff, but also protect him from the 95 percent of trash that's out there. Unfortunately, like there is some really great stuff on the Internet. It's just that kids are stupid and they don't realize that some of this stuff is dangerous. And so trying to get it through to a kid that, uh, short term and long term. Yeah, exactly. So it was a, we had an interesting day yesterday and thankfully we're, I'm sorry. we're through that, but it, I said oh, to Christina, really? I was just like, like that. Okay. Good. Well, for now we'll see how it yeah. goes forward. But I was saying to her, I was like, knock on wood. I just hope I, I'm telling myself that my boys were a pain in my ass with this stuff, but my girls are going to be fine. I don't know why, but I'm just telling myself it's got to be easier. Uh huh. So I know it won't be. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it was going to be great, Justin. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was laughing at Christine. I'm like, if if the boys thought that I was restrictive and like hard on them, oh boy, the girls are getting flip phones, and they will access the internet when they're sitting beside me. 
<laughs> they're gonna love that yeah. oh there's that google commercial um where they're talking about like google assistant google pixel phones or whatever they are and uh it's you know talking about like that easy quick translate like can keep translating sure. back and forth in a conversation for you mm-hmm. and it's the grandma sitting with two young adults or teenagers and it's like what are your intentions with my son <laughs> That's I think awesome. you'll have a few of those going back and forth, just. Yeah. So anyway, it was, uh, you know, the week was good, though. We've got uh, a birthday party this weekend. And it's, I think, is there no race this weekend? I don't think there's a race this weekend, is uh, there? No, this weekend there's a break. Erin was super stoked. She's like, oh, man, we booked, we booked camping the best. Two weeks, we get races. We're gone one weekend. That's the break. And then the next two weeks is races yep. again. So mm-hmm. nope, nothing. So anyway, what are we going to do? Yeah, it was it was a it was a good week overall, and uh, now we're here to chat some POE. POE, mm-hmm. it's gonna be good. What do we got? I'm excited for this episode. Well, um, there was like no posts, which I love. So I'm the kind of like I'm not big on fluff posts. I know that we compliment some of the fluff posts and we're cup half full with them, mm-hmm. but like when I follow, um, like F1 Clash mm-hmm. is the mobile game that I play, the racing game, mm-hmm. and I can't follow them on Twitter. Because oh, they put too much stuff. Well, yeah, like, they're like who, who are you excited for? Who are you cheering for this weekend? Like, sure. shut up. I know who I'm. Che- I don't care who other people are cheering for. That's I just want to know do. when the game updates come out. So I actually had to join their stupid discord server, mute every single channel that they have, except for the one section that they have updates for game updates mm-hmm. and announcements. Right. And half of the announcements. I don't want to. But anyway. So anyway, and so, so that's what I kind of like. And that's what I really like about GGG's Twitter account. The following GGG is, or Path of Exile, it's just stuff. Sure. Like it's just game content for the most part. And so this week, um, oh, I'm jumping ahead of myself here. I'm jumping ahead. So we'll come back to this in a sec. But this week, GGG came out with a post. I thought it was actually kind of funny, but I guess it is good to be more communicative than not. But uh, they said that they've had... I don't think that's true. For almost 10 years, we've posted news at least five times a week. Yeah, I saw that too. And I was like, five times a week? That's no, someone's doing maths wrong. Yeah, I thought that was one plus one is not five. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Like it was just. They, they post lots, sometimes more, and that is true. Uh, in the lead to XLCon, we'll be breaking this streak in order to prepare for XLCon. Community members are all hands on deck preparing for XLCon itself and want to focus our efforts. So that means we're only giving you important game update announcements from this point forward, like schedules. And then, of course, Twitch drops because people cry when they don't get it. I get excited for them. I do enjoy them, but I just love the whining that revolves around free content when it doesn't work out properly. So anyway. Uh, so that's what they're doing. And so I'm excited for the next two weeks because this is the kind of posting content that I like. Mm-hmm. I appreciate all the fan art and all the other cool posts and hideout showcases and all the like fluff arrangements that they make with lore and game mechanics. But at the end of the day, the reason I follow is just because I want to know the latest updates. Well, if you look back over the last couple of weeks, too, you could see they were going to have to eventually get to this point because even we were like, what what's left? Like <laughs> <laughs> We were they're just so cop stuff fall, I'm like, oh, what's coming? They're planning something. And then eventually even I was just like, nah, it's fluff. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, here's here's a combination of combinations of combinations of stuff that we posted. It was <laughs> like, like you could tell they were starting to run out of stuff for them to yeah. post. 
It's all right. It's fun to post. It's not why I follow, right? I just want the game updates. I want patch notes. I want upcoming events, that kind of stuff. But still. Um, so yeah, next two weeks, just the goods, just no foreplay, just straight to the good stuff with these guys. I hope they have some teaser stuff towards XLCon. You know, oh, like even just the random picture of like stuff being set up or I don't know, just yep. I think somebody getting cool. stabbed with a spear or mm-hmm. a crossbow bolt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I hope Lightning they have bolt. something, but uh, I, I also no, don't care I, if they take a break from that. I, I mean, when for to be completely honest, most of their update stuff, I don't find out about till Friday morning when you and I record um, when I open them, <laughs> like the stuff with show art yeah. showcase. I'm never going to look at that stuff outside of right before mm-hmm. you and I record. So. That part doesn't bother me too much. I would love to hear some more information as to what's coming, but we're two weeks away. So like we're going to find out everything in two weeks. It's not the end of the world. That's right. Um, and I'd like to save comments on the, the that post, like the other aspects of that post for after, because they did have uh, just before that Path of XL 2 is going to PAX West. Yeah, I think we are and too. Normally that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, normally that stuff. I never go to that stuff. I never consider anything like that. Um, if there's an event in Seattle outside of maybe the Blue Jays, I'm like, it's Seattle. It's like gross. Two, three hours away. <laughs> and you got to go through lineups at the border. And nah, 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 nah. and so anyway, um, but this is kind of neat. Like, I don't remember. Maybe maybe they've been to PAX West before and I just haven't been paying attention or I shrugged it off guess something not. that I wouldn't be able to do. But they're in Seattle. And it's like the closest as far as I can remember that they've been to us. So. Yeah, Ty sent it to me uh, Saddle up. like a week ago, whenever they came out with it. He sent me a message and so, uh, yeah, I checked it out and I, will, okay. I think we'll go for the Saturday. I think that's our current plan is to go down there on Saturday, go hang out in Seattle and uh, check it out. <laughs> We're basically just going to the GGG booth and then leaving. Yeah, go check like, it out. Like, we're not going to go for... Maybe we'll walk around and check stuff out, but I have zero I interest in anything do. else that's there. I pulled up and the so website just, for it, and they're like, oh, <laughs> they talk about, like, things and people that will be there. Did not know a single one. <laughs> not a single one. As I scrolled down, I was like, hmm. All right, well, we'll go check out the booth and then go eat some food and walk around. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go. We're going to drive three hours each direction mm-hmm. to hang out for like it'll be a fun time for you and i to go hang out easy yeah. for sure yep we'll talk about all all things of the heart on the way there and back hopefully we'll still have a podcast by the time we get watch that we spend so much time together that we hate each other that we can't do the xl con uh yeah that's the second saturday the second so that's the day we're gonna aim to go because then we also need to be back in time for oh, kids to start school what's after yes that's right that's right oh sorry i was thinking it was before it's not oh. it's xl con and then pax west but that'll be exciting. That'll be cool. Yeah. High five a GGG employee. Pinch their butt. Be fan. Mm-hmm. Be fan. Yeah, I'm curious who they have going <laughs> down there. Because um, I'm going to guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of curious. No matter who you are, we can't wait to hug you. Mm. No, in, in this culture, we hug all the time. Mm-mm, not mine. It's very rude to not hug a stranger. No. So here side it Side eye. That's all you get. Side eye. Anyway, I'm excited. It'll be fun. Yeah. And uh, but you're, are you an official? Yes, I think so. Yeah, I think I'm like a 98 okay. percent sure. So I then, will uh, uh, chat. We'll chat this maybe maybe even after. Maybe this week we'll chat about buying the tickets. OK, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so back to that other post, the only other post they made, which oh, I love. They have no they have no uh, events for the next two weeks. 
but I saw some chatter on Discord today, and so we are going to have our own event, and it's a Minecraft server, and it's happening <laughs> as of today, us recording. I already bought the server. It's being set up for, it's called Craft to Exile. Never even looked at it, but it, I saw some pictures. It looks awesome. It's a Minecraft, it's a Minecraft version of the game that takes Path of Exile and Diablo. It built like a big tree. You level up. So it'll be on our Discord. Uh, I don't know where. Maybe that other games channel. Or something. Make an event. You can create an event at the top and you can include links to whatever you need in descriptions. Oh, can you? Maybe I'll send so you the links. Be, if you join our Discord, <laughs> there will be an event at the top of the channel. There's an event? Okay. Oh, there is. Look at that. Okay. Well, we're going to have it. We're going to have our own event. <laughs> Screw you, GGG. <laughs> yep. I already, the server, I already made a server. And uh, I'm going to finish that up. I don't know when, maybe before after dark. And then uh, I'm going to play it. I liked Minecraft and I like playing modded Minecraft. I might uh, maybe let my kid play it too with me. We'll see. But uh, yeah, we're going to have craft to exile apparently is what it's called. Don't know anything about it, but it looked cool from the picture that I saw. So uh, I'm super excited for you, yeah. Justin. Tyler probably won't yeah. play, but he no. will cheer it on. Yes. Uh, yeah, Minecraft makes me nauseous, and it's also not a gameplay that interests me, but mm -hmm. fun. Cool. I get it. Anyway, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like fun unless it was my idea first. Yeah. Back to back to whatever you were going to say about the... What well, were no, we just, about? So the, the very short post that we paraphrased a bit about taking a temporary news break, it also emphasized that they are going to be... All, GGG is going to be all hands on deck. Uh, where does it say preparing for ExalCon and want to focus all of our efforts on this work. So we, we've already established in the last or two episodes our kind of disappointment with their version of all hands on deck that not one, two, three people or a small amount of resources were set aside for the fans and the customers of their games Events and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I get the, the pressure and the mentality of all hands on deck. I understand that. But you and I already I mean, we've never run this kind of company before. Like we have experience in, in a lot of these kind of decisions, but no, no, we haven't run anything like this before. And so we would like to say that we would be able to set aside resources for the customers, whatever that may be. But uh, without regurgitating any of that, it's, it was still a little bit disappointing to have that extra confirmation that, yeah, it's just but you know what? It's two weeks, right? It's two weeks. Let them do their thing. We have 100,000 other games that we can play. It still kind of sucks, but. You know, we have other games that we can play like Minecraft, right? So the convention takes up a lot of resources, a lot of planning. And so I'm curious, like to set aside just a few people for an event it doesn't have to be an event with rewards or something that requires tracking. It could just be something small, but something competitive for the community or something enjoyable for them to focus on that's unique. Um you know, whatever, whatever the event or even just a ladder, right? Like a little ladder reset and like a endless private league that they put up or something like that to try and I don't know, whatever it is. But what is it that they are focusing on that they couldn't sacrifice one, two or three people, a very small team for the community? So like so I'm get the, I'm get I'm past the point now where it's like, you know, it, it sucks that nothing's happening. So now I'm thinking about, yes, they're saying it's exile con, but. Does that really need like all the entire company working all hands on deck? I know conferences take an insane amount of resources, but everyone 
So my feeling, first off, I have, I actually don't know how big their company is. I have no idea how many people work at um, GGG. So I, it would be a hard thing to guess. My feeling is that it's not just for XLCon. My feeling right. is you've probably got still a lot of development going into PoE2. You've got 322 that still needs to be sorted. And then XLCon, yeah. which is, I mean, conventions take a lot of work, a lot of work. And their convention, they, they, there's nobody to lean on but them. So they have to take on all of the manpower for, for setting that up and getting it ready to go. I highly doubt it's all hands on deck for XLCon. I would imagine that because they have people that are soaked up into 322 and PoE2, they're they're having to pull people from other areas to make sure that mm -hmm. XLCon's up and ready to go. I still I still feel the same way. I still feel like they probably could have run events or done something with the private leagues like they did last time or something. I I I my personal feeling is just like it's not a focus for them, which is fine. That's totally within they should make the decision that works best for them, but I don't totally buy Agreed. that it's because they couldn't. I think it's just because they didn't think it was the best options or time to to have some other people spend their time on. But but again, I don't know what goes into running those events for them, and I have no clue what their actual numbers look like with regards to staffing and and how many people work there. So mm -hmm. that's tough to say. Uh, but yeah, I highly doubt it's everybody's working on XLCon. I think that's a little crazy. Right. I think there's probably a lot of work still going into 322 and PoE too. That was the answer to uh, the question I was going to ask, and uh, it's interesting because that's what I that, that's what I was thinking as well. Is uh, to me that was kind of uh, sure, totally reading into it, but that just to me says Path of Exile Two is a lot closer than you know a long ways away. You know what I mean? Because I I now I don't remember. Shoot, I'd looked it up and I forgot to write it down. What was going on for the community? going up to the first XLCon. Mm. I don't remember there being a large gap, but at the same time, um, we've never had a gap like this. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like a four to five month gap sure. from the start of the previous league. So mm -hmm. I don't remember if they needed to have events or anything like that for the community. But to me, it just when you have this many hands on deck, it's yeah, I'm regurgitating what you're saying now, but it's because Path of XL2 is closer than it is farther away. Or they're trying to quickly do something to make up for Chris's comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> what can that's we give right. these people really quickly? I don't I don't know, but I would imagine, yeah, there's probably a bit of time going into other things. There's no way I can't imagine they need everyone on on working on XLCon. Because in the end, too many people working on the same thing actually becomes counterproductive. So wouldn't that be hilarious if they're just trying to get a demo for Path of XL2 working for the convention? I'm sure that's already done. <laughs> I'm sure it is too, because it was working for the last one. But um, I, I, that thought crossed my mind. It was like, okay, we got to get Act One finished. <laughs> well, how much of a how much of a, a demo do you really have to have working anyway? Like, it's kind of funny when you think about a game like Path of Exile running. They're like, hey, we have the full game ready for demo. It's like, okay, cool, but you're gonna let me play for 15 minutes. So like, I'm not, right. I'm not getting anywhere anyway. So. Yeah, and then they definitely want PoE Mobile to be just as functional as well, right? Because you're bragging about that lots too. Like that's going to be at the convention, and that's the second major news piece that they have outside of what 322 is. I'm right? totally they have three fine major news pieces. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, sure, but they're still going to want to make sure that that's in full fledged too. So I guess that would be something else that all hands on deck could be referring to. Given the level um, that that game already worked when I was at XLCon four years ago, I would imagine it's 
been ready to go or is it's it has to be ready to go it was mobile fully, yeah it was a fully playable there's no campaign there's no yeah straight like, to maps you're just you're just doing mapping and you could do that on the mobile one when i was there four years ago so uh, i would be i would be really surprised if that's not like hey you can play it right now hmm. i wonder if they change the npc because you were saying or i was saying i don't know where it came from uh, Zana's the one that kind of like hosts the game for you. She talks I don't to even you remember. and I don't remember. Maybe that's where she the went. Mapping device. Maybe that's, that's where right. she went. <laughs> she went into mobile land. She she can't do the bigger stuff anymore. Yeah, she needs a break. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Anyway, I was I was giggling that they were like desperately trying to get the demo working, but obviously that's not the case because of what everybody played last time. Um. But here is an interesting thing. So there's a, we've had, uh, I remember mentioning this a uh, week or five or I don't know, whatever ago. And it's been reiterated on by a few people now on our social media platforms this past week that uh, also another big reason that this all hands on deck could be is so uh, some people brought up on Discord some older posts about the coming convention, right? Like some of the original posts about XLCon 2. And the wording in those posts was you will want to come home early from the convention per se, or you'll want to do your visiting ahead of time because you'll want to play 322 right after the convention. Mm-hmm. Now, there's whether it's the same time frame or whether it's been delayed by a couple of weeks, that was the original intent. 322 is what you're going to want to play. So there's been a lot more chit chat surrounding that subject right with some of the older posts that um, was going through our discord and community and so then some other people started talking about like okay so now 322 maybe that's ggg pouring as much of path of exile 2 into path of exile 1 that they can't you know what i mean maybe Mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch and so like it's the preparation for this is what Path of Exile 1 is going to look like when Path of Exile 2 comes out. Obviously, PoE 2 has certain features that can only be implemented once the game's actually released. But, you know, maybe PoE 1's turning into PoE 2 as PoE 1. You know what I mean? With like engine and stuff that can actually work. And so I don't know. Like uh, that's I, something that's being passed around. Because Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say cool idea. Maybe it's true. Still not enough to leave a country. Ah, like for me poe2 yeah, is it. sure poe2 is sure. the only and then and then i i, 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 even like, then, I know i like to rag on them a little bit about it i just I, I feel like to tell someone to leave a country that takes forever to get to you better give me something good <laughs> like a hat and not two weeks later like i feel like there had to have been a delay in the schedule i don't think 322 is coming out when they originally intended it to come out I just don't. Maybe, maybe. And you know what, though? It, that would be okay to me. Sure, like, it is fine. Delays happen, and I if I was going to XLCon and spending this money, well, sure, that's that's different, and now it's emphasized. So, But you know what, though? I still am uh, on, like, I still trust what they're doing. I am just have no idea what, what it is that could it could be, because, so let's say originally you had 322, and that was the main reason you wanted to come home, and maybe you were planning on putting as much of Path of Exile 2 into Path of Exile 1 as you could, and then every single G, uh, GGG nerd, people, sorry, not calling them nerds, I'm every major fan of GGG and Path of Exile would desperately want to get home and play this astonishing new game, right? This is a huge update, and if that got delayed, and that was what, so, you know, you book your tickets and you're coming home earlier than you intended but then that product gets delayed 
sucks, but it's understandable, right? You're booking around something that you knew has been delayed in the past, right? Other leagues and that kind of content. And that's, that's understandable. So, but they've still, after knowing that 322 is two or three weeks after ExileCon, they still have had that emphasis of you want to get home right away. So uh, to me, I'm excited for whoever it is that has the opportunity to take advantage of that timeline. I'm quite excited. What could it be that maybe originally was 322 that isn't? And I know we've already gone through all that, but I'm I mean, excited I'm... for 322 because I can guarantee that it's 320. No, oh, I screwed it up. I okay, so I'm really excited for anyone going to Exocon just for the fact of going to New Zealand. It's a beautiful place to go. I think it was Greg on Discord was showing their itinerary. It's so fun, like checking out all the stuff they're going to be doing when they're down there. I remember doing almost all that same stuff. It's awesome. The Exocon event itself is going to be incredible. People going are going to have a blast. I, uh, I, I still think that any reason to tell someone to leave is crazy. I don't, I'm not a big fan of it. And I also, when you talk about 322, I'm not sure it would be a good idea for them to pour a bunch of PoE2 stuff into PoE1 before PoE2 comes out. Like, I, I, I guess we'll have to wait and see, but take a, taking away some of the stuff and the excitement and the new stuff that will come out with Path of Exile 2 by putting it into a Path of Exile 1 league might not be, I don't know, maybe that's not a great idea because you're taking away some yeah. of the excitement of PoE2. But. I hear you. I totally hear you. I I would have a very difficult time with that as well. They mentioned at it's the like first ExileCon. You know what I mean? Like, well, I guess it depends how much is actually sure, changing for is. Path of Exile mm -hmm. too, right? Because if like, a lot of the game seems to be like it's going to be the same, like after you get used to it, it's the same mentality. Same thing about normal, magic, rare, base types. Like it's sure base types are new, right? I mean, you saw a whole bunch of new base types on the demos that they had, but it's still the same mentality at some point whether it's a few weeks or a few months in those new base types are going to feel like they've been the base types that they, they've always been for years and years and you're just going to play poe like it's always been so depending on how much actually revamps the game versus just makes it it's a poor way to describe it um i can't describe it any different my brain's not going in that direction but I hear you. Like if if you still have so many cool features that really dramatically change the difference between Path of Exile 1 and 2, but it's really just the engine that you're adding to Path of Exile 1 for now, it's not bad. They did say that they would add in Exocon 1 as many features as they could to Path of Exile 1. I wonder what those have been. They've changed water, they've changed lighting, they changed how sound was implemented and that really screwed up because I still have so many audio bugs when there's too much happening. Mm -hmm. background noise zombies going off damage sounds and now like so much still gets cuts out cut out i don't know yeah. i'm just I'm, I'm excited for it i'm like they're really this it's mission go nothing's changing it and i'm glad like a lot of the times when we've had league starts or community events and then the community's like oh what about this and this and this we've had some comments where we wish ggg it's felt like knee-jerk reactions whether they were or not we don't know but it felt like ggg was giving into some of the whining about this that or another thing and i'm really glad they're just not in a negative way but just ignoring it they're sticking to their plan they're sticking to their guns they're going for it they're two weeks away i mean that's one good thing the second biggest announcement they've ever made there's only one more week of us going like this like what could it be this is stupid i like this i don't like this right. but hey. you know what if they didn't have this post i had some great subjects lined up well, it would have been less redundant of an episode if they didn't post anything well, let's say, I mean, that's, I think we've covered everything for this week in PoE because thanks to them, there's not much coming out, right? So what do you got? 
That's right. Rare. Well, there was Ombre, an article, and I don't, um, I read a lot of Path of Exile, or I read all the Path of Exile articles that come across my newsfeed. Sometimes I go looking for them, but I don't, a lot of them are just from half fans or people that like it, but they, they don't play very often. They're not really worth talking about, even though they might have some really good things to say. This one was actually a really good one. This was done by Polygon, and every time Polygon loves the witch ascendancy picture they use it every time <laughs> when i opened the the link i opened this link actually during after dark because i was joking with you that i was going to bring something up in after dark that you had oh, in your yeah, screw notes you. which i didn't when i opened this link i was just like i don't think this website's working because the whole <laughs> screen is just the witch there's no there's no text like you have to scroll quite a bit before the text starts oh when you're full screen that's right yeah. look at that i just had it on like a small side one and it worked no out it fine. took that's i was like hilarious. what is wrong with this page but it's probably different maybe on mobile which is probably where primary of most of their traffic comes from but yeah when sure. i first opened the link i was like um article gotcha so this is actually posted a bit ago, but it's still extremely relevant. It was posted after um, Diablo came out. And I, so the title of this is, in 2023, there's still nothing else like Path of Exile. And this was posted around a time. And I mean, whether it was posted today or a couple months ago is irrelevant because after Diablo has come out, I've seen such a bit. Now, I don't know the numbers, but... Reddit seems to be loaded with new players to Path of Exile. And so many of their comments, hey, I just came from Diablo 4, I was checking this out. Um, is there anything that's like this mechanic and they reference something in Diablo 4? Or this was a character I really liked in Diablo 4. Is there a skill that relates to this that I can't quite understand or find? Um, you know, new players just learning the basics of crafting, right? Like the difference between rares and uniques, right? Because the terminology can get mixed up when you come from one game to another or... Like, hey, I was following Ziz's guide or someone else's guide and they're like, oh, and it was great. And I got to this point, but I don't quite understand the transition. I mean, some of my favorite posts and this is, you know, old news now because hopefully PoE2 fixes this stuff. But hey, what am I doing wrong? I could swear that I was fully capped on my resists. <laughs> and the answer is always, well, it was either Katava number one or Katava number two, right? The game not really telling you efficiently how it happened. So anyway, a lot of influx on Reddit. Uh, with a lot of new players coming in, it seems, anyway. And so to have that, the, a, a, a post like this, uh, an article that says, in 2023, there's still nothing else like Path of Exile. I think I, I completely agree. Now, I don't go around looking for other games. I've found a game I love. It's Path of Exile. I have no reason to look around, especially because Path of Exile's free. I have, like, to look around would cost money, too. So Path of Exile just has everything going for it. But it's so good path of exile sure like there's glitches and the, like there's there's things that you could talk about with things you could wish about balance and that but what other game is as insanely deep as this with a company behind it that just adores its product and its fans um yeah i i agree with you i don't think that there is another game i don't think there is another game quite like path of exile i i still think like this article, um, I glanced through it last week. I just glanced through it again now. Um, I don't think that they're wrong, but I also think one of the problems with an article like that is, I mean, if I look back at our conversations over the past years while we've been doing this podcast, even before we were doing it, that some of the issues we've had and struggled with haven't changed. There's still 
like there's still for in my feeling there's still so much room for them to improve and oh like, i think i think Agreed. they definitely have some very cool systems and they definitely have um I don't know what the word would be, but they're very connected to their game. They're relatively connected to their community, which I do like as well, more more than almost any other game. So I, I should say that when I say that, I, I said that a little bit iffy. They are. They absolutely are much more connected than most any other game that's as big as they are. There's obviously smaller developers that are probably just as connected with their games. But I... I do find it a little bit difficult that some of the stuff still we just haven't seen anything happen on. There's still a terrible in-game system with regards to help. There's no understanding when you've done something wrong. Sure. I don't find it new player friendly at all. Um, so like an article like this is great, but my concern with an article like this and then the people coming over from D4, if you came from D4 and you did not play Path of Exile before, you're not going to like Path of Exile. You just aren't. If Diablo was your style of game and you just jump straight into Path of Exile, I don't think they're going to like the game. I don't think they'll stick around. It takes, you have to be willing to put in the time to try to understand the game. And I don't, I don't know that that's the average person that's playing a it's game. It's a different personality type. You have to like two different games to like both Path of Exile and Diablo. And a lot of the times when you're coming over, like when I came over from Diablo 3, I came over from Diablo 3 the same way that people coming over from Diablo 4, right? I was just bored of the game. There was not enough theory crafting for me. That's why I left. So I come to a game like Path of Exile, endless amounts of theory crafting. And so that was the only and the biggest checkbox that I needed to check to keep playing or at least give the game a shot. And so for someone like me, it worked out. But if you're looking for another Diablo, you're not going to find it here. Mm -hmm. Right. And so but th there's also other comments like and I agree, there's definitely some stuff like the old GGG pushed the snowball down the hill and couldn't catch up to it. Right. They started going and they just couldn't catch up. So it, that was in reference to some of the stuff that they just haven't gotten around to fixing or they don't have time to fix. Um, but the new GGG, right, the post heist GGG, they've done a phenomenal job at fixing things and finding old bugs and getting them done while still progressing and doing a great job. So it is tough because, you know, it's a comment revolving the entire game from what, 2011? Is when they came out i think to now like you're talking 12 years so you know let's give the first six years like baseball stats right first six years of the career versus the next six years of stats very different company from our perspective not like we would know but from just the quality of the game and what's been prioritized upon release totally different game so when i see comments like this where there's one part here where they say grinding gear games is unafraid to stack system upon system preserving the existing content in amber which i guess is actually quite an accurate statement while seeing the whole game through a new lens with each subsequent update which is true they have been very, very. good at that and have, have been very unafraid what i will say just to be a bit of a devil's advocate and the alternate opinion to that is if you didn't play the previous iterations of the game though it's so much harder to understand so like for a person who's hitting each league and knows what the previous leagues brought into the game and how things interacted, you have a better understanding when they introduce some new system on top of all these pre-existing systems. But when you come in as a new player, there's very, very little information yeah. given to try and help them understand it. So It, it is true. And you definitely like there's that. I, I still think they're on the wrong side of the spectrum in regards to this, but it is tough to say 
like the difficulty of the game, but also the lack of information you get is a good filter system for just getting like people knowing very quickly if they're going to like the game or not. Right. And but you still need that balance of needing some answers within the game itself. Right. And so I, I still think GGG is on the wrong side of this and in terms of Path of Exile 1. The game does need more. The game does need more help. It doesn't have to hold your hand. There's a lot of cool stuff that they do in the game that actually helps you. And if you keep the F1 tutorial on, some of it's stupid. Like they'll have a pop up telling you what a portal scroll does. Well, you don't need to tell F1 anyone what tutorial. a portal scroll does. <laughs> Isn't that what it F1. is? Oh, F1. Uh, I was thinking Formula One. Oh, of course. Like, yes. No, my apologies. No, 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 no. So, but no, like it, they have a pop up that stays up until you use your portal scroll that tells you what a portal scroll does. Well, you don't need to know. You don't need a pop up for that because you hover over the scroll that's already in your inventory and it tells you what it does. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's this backwards thing, whereas then as you get into the game further, there's no explanation for what any of this content does at all. And so hopefully Path of Exile 2 has a completely revamped version of helping new players answer their own questions in the game. How hard how hard do you think it it would be for them to bring in something that was like like we've talked about the finding out why you died or whatever and i've been playing diablo 4 with a buddy and they're they they tell you how like what killed you when you die but it's it's also not all it's not the greatest piece of information because i think what it's telling you is what the last tick of health did which even in a game like Path of Exile would be worthless because the last tick of health sure. might have been a stray arrow or something. But I'm curious if they had something where it was like when you died, you just had a little thing, a little pop up that showed you the last, let's say the last four or five seconds. But it was just a culmination of the type of damage. If you think about yes, the game, exactly. there is only what there's 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 three elements. There's chaos. Then there's physical. If you took those five things and just said in the last five seconds, you took x amount of fire x amount of cold x amount of lightning x amount of chaos x amount of physical and you could at least look at that and go like which one was the highest because then i have a bit of an understanding i don't need to know exactly what killed me in the end but if i have an idea of like what was the type of damage i took in the last few seconds then at least there's a direction to go like i feel like giving somebody just something i and again i agree with you i don't want to i don't want hand holding i think there is a really good level of getting rid of some players right now that it's just not the game for them because you do need to have some willingness to put in the time and try to understand the systems. But I think just feeding them a little bit of information, especially when you die, because it's one of the most frustrating parts of the game, but it's going to happen. Right. So giving them some reason or some understanding as to why it happened so that they can then start to look into, you know, mm-hmm. how can I how can I negate that? What could I be doing to be, you know, if I saw that 90 percent of the damage I just took was chaos then what, what do I need to do? Right. What maybe I, maybe that's just it. Maybe I was standing in something. Maybe my chaos resistance is too low or something, but right No, no, I totally agree. In this game, it's, it's a time. It's not, it's a, uh, a duration that you need mm-hmm. of a summary of, right? Like think about every time, well, I mean, you can't think of every time you've died, but think about dying in path of exile and it's quick. Mm-hmm. It's, almost never slow unless you're me where you're like bleeding and you're like i can't or tell me running so with like, a trap dum, da, dum, da, dum, <laughs> yeah. Da, dum. right yeah so yeah. but that's like outside of that 
if you mm-hmm. had, I mean, even five seconds is more than enough. Uh, yeah, I think two or is it actually, I was thinking you, about it, two seconds. Even, if, even if it was just the list of the damage type that you took in order, do, 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 right, in the chat screen. Okay, great, right, there it is, it doesn't take up any space, there it is, or if it was the, culm, like you said, a culmination of it, whatever it is, like it, it, Whatever's it the is. simplest for them to do is what I think they should do. But it does need to be over a duration. It can't just yeah. be the last No, it can't one. be the last hit. Because I, and like I said, whether I was it's playing D4. or a hit or whatever it is. But go ahead. Do I was just going to say, playing D4 and to have it just pop up and say you died from the environment. It's like, oh, what does that mean? I, you know, <laughs> right, like the, right. It's in, the same, it's in the same vein as knowing what the last piece of damage that you took is right. useless. You need to know like what led to the fact that I only had 3% of my health left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but then even like other things, like you don't have to have tons of pop-ups in these games to, to help people. Like if you're, if you have a skill that needs accuracy, you don't need to talk about accuracy in a pop-up, right? It, it, it shows up on your tooltip, right? When you're switching your weapons and your gear and you start to see accuracy stats or accuracy on the tree, you just see that on your tooltip. Oh, I have an 87% chance to hit the enemy. Well, everyone knows what the actual definition of accuracy means. So if you see a skill like precision that increases your accuracy, you're like, oh, I can do that math. I mean, I don't know if it's going to go from 87 to 89%, but the math I'm talking about is improving my accuracy improves my hit chance. You don't need a tutorial for that. You don't need a pop-up or an explanation. But you do need something that says accuracy affects attacks. Not spells, yeah. And not spells. Mm-hmm. And that kind of stuff just doesn't exist. And so those are, but those things are so easy to deal with because all you need is that help section that just tells you the difference between spells and attacks. It's a very small section. You don't need all the pop-ups. Everything else has their explanations on them. You don't need to overdo it. And so I really hope that they nail this because it's going to be, I don't know, there's going to be, I think the timing of coming out after Path of Exile, I don't think, or sorry, the timing of coming out after Diablo 4, I think, is going to work wonders for them, especially with how Diablo 4 ended up coming out. Depends on it's how far, far after and how Diablo does with their season one. Because I've played Diablo. It's fine. It is boring. I know that they've, you know, it's so hard to understand, though. It, this is the same for Path of Exile. To hear people say that they don't like it or you, you see people crying on Reddit or Discord or wherever it is, it, it you never know what percentage of the player base that subset represents so knowing if somebody's actually stopped playing i always love when people are like oh 60 of the player base has left it's like what okay where's that math coming from that's right i play on console you're not getting my numbers my feeling is i enjoy diablo but it's not uh it's not path of exile path of exile to me could do so much for themselves if they just found a way to help like what what benefits the player who's already been playing a long time and then that will benefit a new player coming in i don't like the idea of hand holding i think actually diablo did a reasonable job of increasing the difficulty of you know putting together your build and you can't just click willy-nilly you got to think about what you're going to use but you could always respect so you can't like completely bugger yourself out of a build um path of exile you can and so you I just feel like if they had some, I like that though. I do. I actually like that. I know some people don't, but for me, that's a good test of whether somebody should be playing Path of Exile. Are you willing to go and look into the screens and try to understand what accuracy is? Checking your resist to find out what resists you're at. Yeah. I, I like that. I, it, that. That's part of the fun in the game to me is not 
here's a cookie cutter hammer and here's a cookie cutter skill and then just go and whack stuff and you're in the end game. Like I like that there's some you have to think about what you're going to do. But I think if you took stuff that frustrates the pre-existing player base that I, I really think death is a huge part of the game because yeah. the ability to not see stuff is been around for a very, very long time and doesn't seem to be something that's going away or I can't see stuff on the screen. So if that is going to still be the direction, I think if you gave people a way to understand why they're dying, you you would help a lot of people with how they plan Agreed. out their builds, plan out their gear, plan out their skills, stuff like that. So I think they have a very good chance of being able to fix some of the stuff that I personally don't like and still it has to be keep right it. right away though. It has to be right right away. They don't have yeah. the yeah, opportunity month, no. and they didn't put themselves in the best of situations by uh, like they came out in 3.0 with their new help section and then ignored it for reasons that we find silly from the interview that we heard with Chris, but then they stopped. But if they kept going with it and modified it, and even if it was just every league just bare, had one person barely tweak Just hire it, one person to run your help section. Keeping that going and finding out what works and finding out what doesn't and keep modifying, it puts you in an amazing position to know what Path of Exile 2's help section should be like. So mm -hmm. now they're starting fresh. Now, uh, Elden Ring was a game that had an insane amount of new for the company that makes Elden sure. Ring and Dark Souls from software. They, they came out with a map system. They came out with mounts. They came out with crafting. They came out with so many absolutely mind-bending things for a Dark Souls game that had never been in it, and they nailed it first try. They... It was like and, and it came out so pristine. It's like the best game that I've ever played on release. It was so good, but well designed. Like there was almost nothing. Everything I wanted to know or do, they did it well. I, it was explained like it was just a very well presented game. And they did all that the first try. So I'm not throwing out the prospect that GGG can't nail this first try, considering how much time they've had to talk about this and get it done. COVID has its benefits in terms of this. Sure, work production slows down, but it gives you time to mull over some of the decisions that you've made and maybe start some new things fresh. So I don't doubt that they could nail this, but they definitely haven't set themselves up for a place where they've been practicing and then nailing it. And you brought up an amazing point that I forgot to bring up, and I'm glad you brought it up, is focusing on new players helps everybody, not just one, not just new players. Right. If, if you have a database in the game that talks to you about di different damage types, like um, if you, you meet Baron for the first time and you die to something, well, now Baron's in your enemy database and it tells you what the damage types are of the different attacks or spells that the individual has. That would be amazing. I don't but see them doing it, but that would you be don't incredible. Need, then you're like, oh, shoot, that's what this guy has. OK, well, let me do it. Right. This is a this is a physical 50% uh, physical and lightning slam, right? It might make the game 10 gigs bigger to have the database. Don't care. That but would be once amazing. you download it, it's done, right? And like how it's, cool could they make that look? I like I think they could do such a good job of even just the way that that's set up. Yeah, so, that would be really but, cool. But then think about what that would do for specters. Now, sure, you might do this in the mind. Well, no, but that's a lot of work. No, Are you no, talking no, no, every no. individual enemy. If, if yeah. I was thinking bosses when you said Baron. I thought, I thought bosses, sure, but but you, Spectre. Like I'm just talking. Like you need to be able to help new people. But when you're focusing on new people, the players that play, 
on a regular basis for thousands of hours, they greatly benefit from this stuff. Big time. All these things when you're thinking about new players. So anyway. Yeah, it'll be fun to see what they do. Yeah, that's why I, I, I said mean, 10 gigs every enemy. I don't even know how big the actual game is right now, but. Well, I guess let me put it this way. When it comes to Path of Exile 2, I mean, Path of Exile 1, 2, but that's we're moving on from that. If you're going to put a, a mechanic in the game, support it. So whether it's specters, whether it's this, whether it's that, you're going to put something in the game, support it. I agree with you. Hi, hopes. Be fun to see. I can't wait. Two more weeks. Dude, in two weeks, we can discover the mystery. We're not going to unravel the mystery. We're going to discover the mystery of what people are getting home for quickly and early. We're going to discover why 322 has so much hype behind it. I'm also going to discover if it was worthwhile all the money I'm spending on this friggin' Exile Con 2. GGG, you're starting this thing at 3 o'clock my time on a Friday. Okay, I got a wife and kids, <laughs> and then you're doing it again on Saturday. Okay, oh, right. So, what what are you spending so much money on? Just I'm sending them away. <laughs> so my that we can watch the kids. presentation yep. in peace. Yep, my wife and kids are going away with uh, my cousin, her cousin, who's coming down from Chile. They're going. I I bought a Airbnb. They're going swimming and pool, and gonna hang out and. A very nice area for uh the weekend and i think they're i think it's whistler i think i booked them in whistler but yeah they're gonna be up and uh having some fun for a few days so that this because i was we were i was talking with her and i was like so remember i was talking about the, the xl con 2 and tyler and i wanted to watch it she's like yeah and i'm like um i must have not realized that this is like a it's a whole like convention thing. She's like, yeah, I was wondering, isn't it like going to be eight hours? I'm like, apparently at least. And it doesn't start till 3 PM. And she's like, so you're going to want us to be quieter out of the house. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a fantastic so, wife. She's uh, to, what, to take a friggin' go on a trip and go shopping. And yeah, <laughs> tough life. God. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, that'll be fun, though. Uh, we're yeah. going to discover what Justin's truly like in marathons. I don't know if you've ever showed up for a movie marathon that we've ever done. No, but... I don't even like the idea that this is eight hours. I there's no way I'm not working. <laughs> like I'm going to I'm going to be watching it and you just tell me like when I need to come back for something that's important, because I can't imagine just sitting there for the whole time. Just what like there's got to be breaks, right? Did they, they have to have breaks? They get breaks. Well, we must. One too. person doesn't talk the whole time. You know, like Chris comes up and Do talks. Jonathan is playing the, the game. Whole time? Hey, like I thought I saw hours? a thing. I saw a thing that Eric um, isn't like officially like running the company anymore. He's still on oh, like really? the percentage ownership, but he's yeah, 2022. Uh, I think oh. it was our was Did it Reddit or, or Discord? Or I forget. That was yeah, doing his own thing. But um, oh, cool. Anyway, I, I always felt bad for him because like people like Jonathan well, we seen was Jonathan forever. No, no. But that was an intentional thing. And then Chris showed up and was just going to stick with being the face of the franchise. But Jonathan used to be on it quite a lot. But Eric never got the the FaceTime probably by choice. But uh, anyway, so, yeah, but we'll see Chris up there talking away and Jonathan playing on the computer, right, doing the thing. And then Mark will come up and say a thing or maybe they'll get Einhard to come up and, you know, they all get their breaks, right? They all get their breaks. And then there'll be a little mm -hmm. panel and then everybody's, you know, then, you know, it'll be good. Mm -hmm. 
but we don't get it because it's just an onslaught of information. It's going to be great. And we're going to wing it. No notes, Justin. No notes. You take that forever Excel notebook. I know you don't. When have I taken notes? (laughs) You did. There was an episode where you took notes and you were proud of yourself. Oh, look at me. Good job, Justin. Uh, Yeah, so I... I, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to watch it live and we're going to record the first half of the episode on Friday. So we get that out of the way. And then Saturday, we're going to be good Lord. Saturday's going to be awful, just straight up awful, but I'll have nobody here to bug me. So that'll be good. It means I can get it done, get it all ready and get it loaded. So, all right, let's wrap this up <laughs> forever exiled. I'm Justin, AKA tags. I'm Tyler Wrecker of days. Uh, Patrons, we'll catch you in After Dark. Everybody else, we'll see you next week in 198. God dang, that's a lot. It is. Uh, if you look for more information, you'll find it down below. We got a website, foreverxl.com. We're on Twitter, foreverxl82. We have a very fun Discord, which you should come be a part of, especially if you want to play Minecraft, Craft to Exile. <laughs> and Patreon and other ways to support the podcast, you'll find them down below on our website as well. Love ya. <laughs> you know, GGG, if you um, listen and listen to the very end, we are very, very excited. 